the hard shoulder. All new Stoke. With the all new Nissan Juke. The coupe crossover by Nissan. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Now here on News Talk, we're charting the path to power from the debates to Pennsylvania Avenue on the hard shoulder. And we're doing it in podcast format too. So you can get that on the News Talk app or on Newstalk.com forward slash podcast. We're doing it with our own resident comedian, Jim Elliott, who, importantly, if people hadn't noticed from that accent, it's not put on. He really is American. <laughs> uh, so so who better to take a sideways look at the campaign? Uh, Jim, great to have you with us. I'm delighted to be back. I don't know. I can definitely be called an American. I don't know if you can even call me a resident comedian anymore. Comedy. There, there's no more comedy. There it's, is. All, it's all shut down. Ah, it'll be back soon. Don't it worry will. about it. It'll be back eventually. Mm. Uh, the presidential election is back after its oh kind of God. summer hiatus. Yeah, because yeah, it, well, it, it always it gets real spicy when, the, uh, when whoever's not in power has to pick their nominee and that was fun, the, the Democratic primaries and all that. But then it kind of gets quiet over the summer. Yeah. And now here we are. And so the uh, the first debate kicks off tonight. Are you going to stay up and watch it? I, I, I'm absolutely not going to stay up <laughs> and watch it. I can't remember the last time I... I could I actually couldn't tell you if I stayed up in 2016. I don't think I did. No, no. I think the, I probably got up early in the morning and, and just consumed and, the, and just the, watched the, it. Yeah, let the news organizations cut it into sound bites, and that's yeah. all you really want to watch. Yeah, I de- I definitely got up in 08. Mm. Okay, well, those are a little bit yeah. more fun. a little bit little bit more hopeful. And but here's the thing: they're coming are you going to get? Are you going to stay up? They're coming to you live tonight from Cleveland, Ohio, and I don't stay up until three in the morning to watch anything coming from Cleveland unless it involves LeBron James. <laughs> okay, I'll stay up for the NBA Finals, but I'm not staying up for this. All right. Okay. So look, they're on uh, tonight. They're coming there's from. The fir- then this is the first. This is the first debate. So there's going to be three of them, and this is when it gets interesting to see what you know, because uh, uh, Biden's been launching attack ads the whole time, and Trump has been tweeting like hotcakes. But tonight is when they have to actually articulate what are their main arguments, either for themselves or increasingly against the other person. So what are they going to use to swing at each other? Trump's already coming out with. He's been tweeting all all week about how. Uh, Joe Biden's uh, uh, appearances have been unnatural and inconsistent. We need a drug test on Mm. this man. But he said the same thing about Hillary Clinton four years ago, man. It's like going to see an old comedian and he hasn't written any new material, dude. You've had four years. I want to hear something new. So we'll see what he has. You might... Uh, hear something from Joe Biden about uh, about Donald Trump's taxes because of oh, what yes, happened. Oh yes, big story yes, this week. Big story. New York Times dropped it. I'm sure you guys you guys have been covering it. Everybody knows he's only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in income tax in his first year in office. Now here's why I don't. I think I think your uh, your liberal intelligentsia who has the blue ticks on Twitter are going to be furious about this, and I don't think real voters are going to care at all. And here's why. If you've got that clip. Or maybe he doesn't want the American people, all of you watching tonight, to know that he's paid nothing in federal taxes because the only years that anybody's ever seen were a couple of years when he had to turn them over to state authorities when he was trying to get a casino license and they showed he didn't pay any federal income tax. So that makes if me he's smart. Paid- yeah, that makes me smart. That, that makes that was me smart. A debate with Hillary Clinton yep. and he essentially said no, it, it, it's it, a good it, thing to avoid. Taxes. I don't know Evasion, if, he, if he's saying so that it, it's a good thing, but I think he's just saying we all know this. If you're a rich person, you hide taxes, you use tax avoidance, you hire tax lawyers, you get out of it as much as you can. And I don't think I think people might say intellectually that's a sham or that's a shame that that's the way the system is. But it's a long way from being any kind of uh, a thing you can get on your high horse morally about. You see that that kind of touches on one of the issues, doesn't it, about tonight, which is 
we know everything about these guys. Yeah, yeah. We, we've heard, we've heard uh, uh, Donald Trump is certainly a known quantity at this point. He's been there for four years. Joe Biden. No knowns as no Rumsfeld knowns. Yes, very them. Rumsfeldian. Absolutely. What new are we going to learn about these guys tonight? I don't know. Which is why, so, the, and that even uh, comes to the point of why do we need these debates? What's the point? Do you think that these are actually going to change anybody's minds? I, I, I doubt they're going to change many people's minds. Although, isn't it that thing that they say, and this is what these, you know, consultants will always talk about, is that the overwhelming majority of people, you can't change their minds. Mm. But there's a small few people and you work out how many people can be influenced, how you influence them, and then influence them accordingly. So there was and is sto- that what this is about? There was a story in the Washington Post on the weekend that was a big uh, page one story just about the undecideds, mm. about people who are willing to go on the record and go, I wasn't crazy about this guy then, I wasn't crazy about Hillary then, now I really don't know who to vote for. And some of them are saying it's going to come down to the debate performance. I wonder how much of that is people thinking, well, I got to see how much Joe Biden is actually still with it. Because if you, if you, not everybody's like us, man. Not everybody pays attention to all of these. Not everybody watched all the Democratic debates. Maybe some people haven't seen Joe Biden in a non-pre-recorded, tape-delayed ad mm. in a long time. And so maybe they just want to tune in for 20 minutes and go, oh, no, he's still sharp. He's fine. I'll take him. Other people will just think, well, if he gets the right celebrity endorsement, you know, wow. that, that does and it that's, for me. That, exactly. Let's, let's take that to the other big story <laughs> of the weekend. Way more fun. Dwayne The Rock Johnson sat down with Joe Biden this weekend for a video chat, and here's how he opened it. So I figured let's kick this conversation off this way by me officially uh, publicly endorsing you both uh, to become president and vice president of our great country. There you go. It was, seven, it was seven minutes long. Uh, seven minutes long all video. Seven Jesus, minutes? no. I'm not watching a seven-minute video of The Rock unless we're talking like clips of The Fast and the Furious or may- <laughs> maybe old wrestling footage. I like it. The celebrity endorsement thing always comes with a lot of blowback online because it was like, oh, celebrities should stay out of politics. I think they're fun. A little bit of fluff. A celebrity endorsement from a guy whose job is to pretend to be other people who rose to prominence playing a pretend sport. And I'm shocked he's not endorsing the guy who's a who's a reality TV show star who's been a pretend president for four years. So well, he, he did say that... You know, he has supported Republicans in the past himself. Eh. He's never come out. No, nah, uh, he's never endorsed that. He's never endorsed anybody at Republicans all. Republicans buy sneakers, too. Republicans do buy sneakers, too. Good old Michael Jordan. Did that make it into the documentary, that line? Anyway, I want to get something a little bit more serious, because if okay. I just sit here and spout jokes, you guys are going to bump me back to the kiddie table that is... So I'm going to uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and ask you, do you, have you heard about what's going on down in Florida? No. So, okay. The, the whole issue here is a, is a broader topic called felony disenfranchisement, which is what people call it, where you're not allowed to vote if you've been convicted of a felony. Mm. And a lot of states have some version of these rules. So in California, if you're currently in jail or on probation, you can't you can't vote. Uh, in, in Virginia, Kentucky, and Iowa, and Florida, up until two years ago, if you've ever been convicted of a felony, you can't vote. So in 2016 in Florida, there was a lot of research that showed there were 1.6 million people who couldn't register to vote because of this. That's 10% of the voting age population yeah, wow. in Florida. It's a lot. Yeah, someone age 17 gets caught with a big bit of weed. Well, when they're the in thing. their 80s, they still can't vote. Because the, the whole issue here is you get you get people who are a little bit out of touch going, well, these are felons. These are hardened criminals. They're, they Of course we don't want them to be able to vote. Look, man, there's degrees of felony, and yeah. these laws don't take that into account. Here's two third-degree felonies in Florida. One is driving on a suspended license, and two is releasing helium-filled balloons into the air. Third-degree felony. So wow. not, we're not My talking... My kids are felons. Yeah, absolutely they are, and they'll never be able to vote in Florida. So here's the thing. They passed a, they did a constitutional amendment in Florida in, in 2016 where they said, all right, if you were convicted of murder, you still can't vote, and if it's felony sexual assault, you still can't vote. But everybody else, once you finish your sentence, once you finish your parole, your probation, you're good to go. Okay. You can register to vote. 
Republican Governor Ron DeSantis passed a bill about a couple months later that said, okay, well, and, and to all part of the terms of fulfilling your obligation to the state is paying off all of your court fees. So that's after your jail time, after your parole, after your probation. Now you've probably got a bill, a legal bill that they stick you with. And they've, they found that a lot of people just couldn't afford to pay these court fees because it's tough to get a job after yeah. you've done, done a stint in the pokey. So, okay, because it was uh, uh, because it was disproportionately affecting people who just couldn't afford it through no malice of their own, they sued, cued the lawsuit. District court judge said, you know what, that is unfair, especially when the state of Florida showed up and go, yeah, a lot of times people show up to try to pay their fees. We can't even tell them how much they owe. So he decided that was unconstitutional. Federal appeals court, however, found six to four that, no, this is fine. We can go ahead and remove the right to vote from people who owe money to fees. Uh, six to four vote. Pure coincidence. Guess who appointed the six judges who are cool with limiting voting access? Republican appointees. Five Trump, one W. I'm sure that's a coincidence. I don't even know why I brought it up. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. This is a sensitive issue, in, in, especially right. in the American South, because of the issue of a poll tax, which was a way for, in, during Jim Crow to just limit voting to only people who could afford it because all these newly emancipated slaves, well, we don't want them voting because they might change things. So here we go. Poll tax, uh, 24th Amendment of the Constitution, uh, forbids this. So back to 2020, Florida's big swing state. Everybody knows that. We can't change the laws because it's too close to the election. What can we do? We've got this big pile of people that just owe money. You remember Mike Bloomberg? Yes. Yes. Running for running for president, last seen getting bounced around the ring by oh, Elizabeth Warren yeah. during the debates. So he has realized, as all rich people realize, that if something is punishable by a fine, that means it's legal for rich people. So he helped raise $15 million to go down to Florida and just pay these people's fees off. It's no about, way. It's about a grand per. That's what people owe. And so that's hopefully going to get a big portion of the electorate back into play. So en masse, all of these people, he's going to pay their fines. And they'll be able to vote. Not him personally. He's giving it a little bit of money. Well, he's trying okay. to make it sound like it's him personally, but he also just made a lot of phone calls. Because right. there already me. was a, a foundation down there that was doing this. They were like, right. look, you can't afford to pay off your fees. Let's get you back on the voter rolls. All right. So, okay, the reason why I wanted to bring this up was because of the, the delicacy of that of that vote count, right? Where, yeah, because Florida's often a swing state. A lot Florida's of a swing state. votes in the electoral college. Exactly. And if you remember in the year 2000, there was a recount that went all the way to the Supreme Court that yeah. got shut down. Another decision that was pure, decided purely on a pointy party lines, which, again, I don't know why I brought that up. Completely irrelevant. But all of this, of course, is going gonna, is gonna to feed into what happens in the next three weeks with the open seat on the Supreme Court. Because what happens if there's a challenge before or during or immediately after the election and it goes to the Supreme Court? If Trump can ram through another justice on that court to decide in his favor, he's going to try to do it. So that's why the Supreme Court matters a lot now in the next six weeks. Wow, fascinating stuff. Listen, mm. Jim, thanks a million for putting all that together. Look no forward worries. to uh, the next edition of Path to Power. Jim Elliott, a resident comedian. Resident we'll, we'll comedian. still go with that, uh, with that title. In, in hibernation. Not that much comedy happening. There certainly mm. is here on the hard shoulder. Jim, thanks a million for <laughs> Thank coming you, in Karen. to us.